Hi guys, and welcome back to Sweat Thrive Glow. My name is Katie Dudley. I am the host and voice of this podcast and the face and voice behind the blog and brand, The Pilates Blonde. Today, we are swan diving into positivity. I got feedback the other day and I want to talk about it. I love getting feedback and the feedback that I got was essentially thanking me for sharing um, some struggles and being raw and real and vulnerable with you um, and that sometimes it's hard to relate to me because I do have a really positive mindset and that my life is really happy all the time. Um, And you guys know that I love, love, love feedback. So I asked people who take my classes, who know me in person, who listen to this podcast, just to make sure that what you see in person and what you're getting in person is exactly what you're getting on this podcast, because that is what I want. I want my intention is to be my most authentic self in any way that I connect with you, whether that is you come to the studio, whether you listen to this podcast, whether you watch my Instagram stories, I want it to be me. And I want you guys to get the most raw, real version of myself. And I wanted to make sure that if this person came in and took my Pilates class, that she was getting the same thing. And I needed to make sure that every single one of you is getting the the real, truest version of me. So the feedback was that if you meet me in person, it's the same as what you're listening to here, which was really, really important to me. Um, My intention isn't for you to think that my life is sunshine and glitter 24-7. It is definitely not. This week alone was a total shit show. My tooth situation, which still isn't fixed. My dental insurance, which is fixed. Um, I got in a car accident this week. But my mindset shifted a long time ago and when I was 12, to be exact. And none of the things that have happened to me in the last seven years compare to how difficult my past was. Honestly, most major things don't phase me because I learned to be resilient really, really young. Again, nothing that is thrown my way is harder than what was dealt to me when I was 12 years old. If I can handle my 12-year-old self at 26, like no big fucking deal. So on April 11th, 2006, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. That was a Tuesday. And then that Friday, I had my first dose of methotrexate, which is a low-dose chemotherapy drug. Um, Essentially, it suppresses your immune system enough that your body can't attack itself. And that's the way that my doctor described it. He was like, he said to my mom, like, you're just going to give her an injection every week. Um, Do it on the weekends just in case she doesn't feel well. Um, But never told me the extent of what could happen or what my symptoms could be. So my mom learned how to give me an injection. And we weren't really allowed to eat McDonald's, but my parents were like, listen, you can get whatever the fuck you want today. Um, So I got McDonald's, a five piece chicken select with an extra large fry. And I had the worst day of my life. Um, I did not realize that even though it was a low dose chemotherapy, that I was still going to vomit that I was still going to have the world's most intense stomach cramps, that I was going to cry myself to sleep, that I was going to feel more exhausted than I've ever felt in my entire existence. And I was 12 and not able to understand it. And so the first night I puked a lot. Um, The second day I stayed in bed, I cried a lot, a lot of stomach cramping, a lot of pain. 
And then the third day, I just wanted to lay in my bed and wallow in my self-pity. My door was closed. And I remember my mom, like, SWAT, like a SWAT member, kicking my door down and being like, get up. Get out of bed. She does this, like, finger point thing. And she's like, get up. I don't care if you move to the couch, but we are not sitting here. We are not feeling bad for ourselves. Listen, this is the card that you were dealt. This is the hand that you were dealt. And this isn't a one-time occurrence. So we're not going to sit here and wallow in self-pity. This is your life. This is going to happen to you once a week from now until we don't know when. So get your shit together. And she took my covers off and she was like, you can go downstairs and lay on the couch. I understand that you are exhausted. However, you are not a victim. You are not dying. This is not cancer. This isn't a death sentence. This is your life. So figure it out. And honestly and truly, that's what I needed. This wasn't going to be easy. It was a weekly occurrence. It wasn't an isolated incident. This was my normal. This was my new normal. My normal was vomiting and stomach pains and extreme exhaustion. And it was something that I knew was coming. Like, Every Friday morning, I woke up knowing that every Friday night I was going to throw up. So and every Saturday, I was going to be in bed with stomach cramps. And every single Sunday through Tuesday, I was going to have the most amount of exhaustion you could even fathom. So I had to figure it the fuck out. I had weeks where it was too painful to get out of bed. And here's the thing. This illness is the best thing that ever happened to me. And my mom taught me how to time box things. So I was only going to throw up for two more hours. That's it. I only throw up for this amount of time. I only have two hours left. I'm probably only going to throw up twice in those two hours. That's not bad. I can handle throwing up twice. I'm only going to be this tired for three more days. After this third day, I am going to feel so much better. I'm going to have more energy. Now, mind you, I would get my energy back on like Tuesday afternoon, and then I would have to have my medicine again on Friday evening. So it wasn't that much time. But nothing life hands me at 26 is as difficult as my life was at 12. My perspective is totally different because of that experience. So when I come across as super duper positive, it's because my life is not hard. I have hard moments. I struggle sometimes, but my mindset is, okay, this is going to hurt for X amount of time, or this is going to be an inconvenience for X amount of time. It's not the end of the world. And I learned how to do that really, really young. And I had to do that consistently every single day of my life for seven years. I was super duper sick for seven years. I've been really, really healthy for seven years. Um, I was diagnosed when I was 12. I'm 26. Um, and so I don't have to wake up at four in the morning, but I get to. And the thing is, is if I set my alarm for four, my body is able to get out of bed by like four fifteen. I still need like 15 minutes to like stretch and move my joints and get things mobile. Um, something that I've had to do that used to take me an hour and a half to get out of bed, um, setting the alarm, stretching, moving, getting my joints warm enough to physically walk. I don't have to do that anymore. I need like 15 minutes of like in bed stretching for me to function. Uh, It is a true miracle that my body moves in the way that it does. Therefore, I am going to work out to the greatest extent that I can. My 600 pound leg press isn't impressive because or isn't something that I'm proud of because it's 600 pounds. It's the fact that I can do it. So I will. Right. It's it's not even about being positive. It's it's truly a 
I don't even know, a mindset shift. I really had to make a choice and my mom really, really, really helped shape my mindset. Um, The day that she came into my room and she ripped those blankets off, I can tell you, I can picture it in my mind right now, literally everything that happened. And anytime I went through a struggle, we literally sat down and we were like, okay, we're going to struggle for this amount of time or it's probably going to be like this. And she truly helped me shape this mindset. And it's, I don't even know if it's positive. I think it's just resilience. I don't even think it's a positive mindset. I think it's just a, okay, we get back up. Um, or we're going to be knocked down for this amount of time. Let's make a game plan. Um, I think it has more to do with resilience than anything. And don't get me wrong, I will bitch and complain about the most minor inconveniences. Anything minor, I will totally bitch about and complain and be like, ugh, just annoyed. Major things I handle really, really well. Um, And I swear it's because of the way that my mom really just nailed that with me, you know? Um, That was a really pivotal moment in my life, and I remember literally every single detail. My ceiling was navy blue. My walls were yellow. My comforter was white. I was wearing pink pajamas when she came in my room, like busted open the door. She was like, get in the shower. Let's go. Go wallow on the couch if you need to. You're not dying. You don't have cancer. This isn't a death sentence. Get your shit together. That was the best thing she ever could have done for me because she took the victim out of me. And she was like, listen, you're allowed to be upset about it, but figure it out because this isn't, this is your life. And that messaging was so, so, so powerful. So I literally packed up my blanket and I went down on the couch and I put on an episode of Will and Grace and I rested on the couch instead. And I stopped wallowing in self-pity and you just have to figure it out, right? So I don't want to come across as my life is perfect and that everything is sunshine and rainbows all the time, but literally nothing can break me after everything that I've been through. Um, nothing will be as painful as the, from like 12 to 20 age range of my life, literally nothing. Um, and so, and not only, not that there can't be tragedy in the next half of my life. Um, but I learned the coping mechanisms in the first half and really um, focused on how to be resilient so I have the tools to handle anything that's thrown my way. I have the tools to time box things and like this is going to hurt for this amount of time or I just learned a lot during my years of being sick and I did spend a good portion of those first seven years being a victim. Like I would not want to hang out with 16-year-old Katie. I would I would not relate to her. She was definitely a victim. Definitely things happened to her, not for her. And it took years for me to develop this very, very strong mindset. Seven years for me to develop a mindset of like nothing can stop me. Nothing can hold me back. Um, I'm really, really thankful for the fact that my mom really instilled resilience in me. And Of course, my father is incredible, but um, my mother spent a ton of time working on resilience with me. And I mean, it paid off. So I just want you guys to know that my life isn't sunshine and rainbows, but nothing that is happening in my life now can compare to 
the hurt and the heartbreak and the setbacks that I went through. And I think that sometimes it might come across that my life is perfect and that I'm really happy all the time, but I genuinely am happy 24-7 because how could I not be with all of the blessings that I have, right? Like I am... I just appreciate getting out of bed in the morning. I appreciate the fact that I can walk down the stairs and have the finger dexterity to turn on the faucet because that was something that used to be difficult for me. There had been times where my hands and my joints were so swollen that I couldn't even turn on the shower by myself, you know, or grip a toothbrush to brush my teeth in the morning. These are all things that lead to that I don't take advantage of. Um, these are all things that I'm very, very appreciative of. And knowing that even something as simple as like the fact that I read every morning when I wake up, there was a point in time that I could not read at a very old age. I was in eighth grade when I learned how to read. I just am very appreciative of all of the things that I am capable of because at one point I wasn't able to do them. And I hope that it doesn't come across as me, um, thinking that I'm better than other people. I just truly appreciate everything that I have um, because there was a point in time where I didn't have the most basic um, skills. And so that's what shifted my mindset. And I feel it sounds so phony being like, when I was 12, I shifted my mindset. Like, But nothing changes you more than your first dose of methotrexate. Like, that was a fucking shit show. Let me tell you. Um... Yeah, it was really, really rough and it really taught me resilience and to, I don't know, just be a fighter. Um, Yeah, so I'm glad that I got that feedback so I could share my perspective with you. Um, It's really, really important for me to know what you guys are feeling. And if you guys are ever feeling that I'm not authentic um, or that you're not understanding where my perspective comes from, I definitely want to share that with you. you guys are my team. You guys are my ride or dies. And I really appreciate you guys. Um, that being said, my podcast listeners, I keep forgetting to say this at the end of the podcast, but we have a secret Facebook group we have for months. Um, it's a sweat thrive glow private party. I try not to post in there too often because I don't want it to be the Katie Dudley show. I want it to be about you guys connecting, giving each other advice, um, sharing different things. I really don't want it to be about me because this community isn't about me. It's about you. Um, and so connect with other women. If you guys need tips, if you guys find like something funny on the internet, a video, um, if you find a ride or die hair tool, whatever it may be a great recipe, share it, share it, share it with us. Um, we have new merch coming in a few weeks. We still have tanks and pink hats left. Um, yeah. So guys, thank you so much for the feedback. Um, Don't forget to rate and subscribe and then leave a review. It really helps us grow. Don't forget to tag me on Instagram if you enjoyed this one. Make good choices. Look both ways. I love you the most.